Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I can tell the connection's better just from your your avatar or whatever you call it, your icon, face, whatever. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah your right. face your face is in such a fucking mess right now. I can actually yeah. look at you. Have you looked at you? Now I can actually look at you, and it's not a fucking complete... Did a bomb go off? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Better Call Saul podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Trent. Uh, I don't know why I paused for me to do a thing. His name is Shane. <laughs> Hola. And his name is Nick. Hello. And we're talking about the episode, is it Wexler versus Goodman? Is that what this is called? Yep. Thought so. What, um, what, what time is it, it though? Is. So there goes that quiz question. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for the quiz. <laughs> No, I wasn't going to use that as a quiz question. There are times <laughs> like, where yeah, I would totally like, like miss that question if it was asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all are lucky tonight because we have three emails full of questions, so you don't have to have any from me. Oh, you my just goodness. have to have our wonderful listeners. Which <laughs> also means I got to be lazy and not have to come up with any questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, our first set of questions tonight comes from Lana. Hey, uh, Lana! Thank you, Lana! So, <laughs> hey, Lana. she says, uh, uh, her first question, what school did Kim go to? I mm-hmm. sat there and said that out loud while that watching That was a it. really cool scene at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. yeah, you did, and I was like, well, I just wrote that down. What did you say? He said it really loudly while we were all watching it together. Well, I said it like over and over so it would stick, and now I'm realizing I've forgotten what it was. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I've got Trent's answer. I don't think I have Nick's answer in yet. Uh, Just typing the last couple letters. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, let's see. Trent says, uh, Red Hook, question mark? Shit. Uh, and Nick says, Red Cloud, junior high school. So that is, Nick got the point for that one. It was the Red Cloud of junior high school. You knew I was going to get that right, though, because you saw my, my post on the Well, I knew you were going to get that right because it's you, but also, yes, I saw your post about how far it is away from Omaha. Yeah. So, Trent, I, I did a Google Maps this afternoon, and oh. I checked where where Red Cloud is in Nebraska, and uh-huh. it's uh, uh, a three-hour and five-minute drive from Omaha, where Cinnabon and Gene are. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, 202 miles U.S. American, or 325 kilometers. So. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be U.S. Canadian? Yeah, well... Um. 325 kilometers or 202 U.S. American kilometers. <laughs> oh, there we go. 
say during this during this time of emergency, we take the opportunity to just switch to metric while nobody's paying attention. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, that's you've gone too far, Shade. You, we got to have one of those talks with <laughs> HR again. You have we. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, oh, also, I looked up while we were talking, um, Red Hook, Trent, is apparently a neighborhood in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, I just, I read, yeah, damn it. (laughs) It was Red something. I thought Red Hook was going to turn out to be a serial killer, honestly. Um, All right, so, numero dos. Um, What, here's an easy one. What instrument was Kim playing? And... I was very upset with her for not putting it in the car. Like, you're being stubborn enough walking home, which is good. You were right to be stubborn, but to be so stubborn that you insist on carrying this instead of putting it in the car. That's funny. Lily was mad about that, too, today. She posted about that. <laughs> um, got it. So that's cool. Shane, you still there? All right. You let's cut see. out for a minute. Next what, question. Shane, you cut out. What was the answer? Uh, Sorry, the L. The answer was cello, which I noted you both got it right. Cello. We uh, we assume we don't know. There could have uh, been a saxophone. You lost me again. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You wrote that in your email too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next question. Uh, when they were filming the commercials, uh, all of the you know actors were there for the commercials. There was the one guy who uh, had talked about the Shakespeare role that he had just performed. Uh, what character from a Shakespeare play had that man just played? Oh my god. Yep. Do you want the play or the character? I want the character. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> That's the one that was actually set on screen. Would it help if I told you the play? No. <laughs> I actually just read that play like two years ago. I, uh, I, I read it I a while ago, too. I don't yeah. know if I've talked about this on this podcast. I know I have on a podcast, but I almost failed high school. From, from, from being on a roll to almost failing all of high school because of Shakespeare. Really? really? I have kind of a hatred for Shakespeare. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I found that you have to be... For me, anyway, I have to be in a certain place and a certain mood to read it because I, I tried to read The Tempest, uh, and it just I was not making any progress. I would read a page and just like, nope, this is not computing in my brain. And I put it aside, and then I went back to it like three or four months later, and I, and I was in the right spot, I guess, and then I was able to read it. And I was reading it because like. I, I don't know, it was like two years ago, three years ago, was the, was it 400th or 500th anniversary? I, now I'm sounding really ignorant, but it was the anniversary of <laughs> Shakespeare's birth, and they had a bunch of authors around the world, like famous authors, write their own sort of take on Shakespearean plays, and so uh, cool. Margaret Atwood wrote a book called Hagseed, which was her version of The Tempest, and... Um, so I wanted to read The Tempest before I read her book. I mean, her book, I mean, if you I mean, if you didn't read The Tempest first, you have no clue it was related to The Tempest. It was like, you know, completely different. It, it had like you, you could only draw the parallels if you'd read The Tempest sort of thing. Well, but if anyway. you're worried about sounding ignorant, I'm about to drop this one. Overrated. Okay. That the the views and <laughs> expini- opinion opinions 
<laughs> of Trent is his alone and not that of the Baltic effect. <laughs> well, Trent, uh, Trent got me an answer where he said Sir Janitor, mm-hmm. uh, which unfortunately was not correct. Uh, that character Nick, was though, thing. knew that, uh, Nick knew that being, uh, uh being the play, uh, The Tempest, that the character was Prospero, so, good oh. job, Nick. Oh. Neat. Alright. <laughs> yeah, Mr. <laughs> Janitor, Mr. Janitor was in, in, uh, Macbeth there. Uh, Sir Janitor. <laughs> so, he had, oh, had to clean up all the blood. So, uh, next question. Uh, and I think that you guys have a good chance on this one. This is a two for Trixie. Oh, two Which for Trixie's here for did you, Mike doll. did Mike mention by name? Yeah, it's just two books, doll. <laughs> Which two books did Trixie yeah. do? Um. <laughs> Which two books did Mike pick out for his granddaughter? I mean, he picked out several, but he named two of them. Yeah. I know one from yep. the other one. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's go with... Kind of generic. I'm probably wrong. But that's how I feel okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trent says, uh, "Trent, this is oh, this is killing me." Trent says, "Treasure Island" and "Little Princess." What was it? Fuck. The correct answers were "Treasure Island" and "The Little Prince." Oh, what is the fuck is the Little Prince? <laughs> I believe it's a small. Cancerous child on his own moon. I haven't read it. What the? What kind of fucking male-centric <laughs> kind of male washing? What other words can I make up now? The little prince. <laughs> That's a fucking thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, Mike, yep. Mike, put that one yep. back, bro. It's two thousand and seven, <laughs> eight. <laughs> You're so two thousand and late. Yeah. Alright, uh, let's see. What four things did Saul challenge Mesa Verde on in his adverts? Oh, So, God. basically, four thi- things that people said, those words, I guess, they said, my bank, every time I go to my bank. Yeah. 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 Also, too, I'll be right back. Foxy. Okay. After these messages, he'll be <laughs> right back. Can I type? I'll type it. I'll, actually, I'm doing well, you that. You have to type it, yeah. Well, no. I okay. Cut, I cut and paste it from my notes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Very sorry. Insane cat. Okay, it's out of the fucking room. All right, so they accused <laughs> of four things. Uh, it claws the fuck out oh, of you when it's like, it's my okay. time to go outside. And it's like, motherfucker, what are you... This- you couldn't have gone out the whole time I had the door open 20 minutes ago. Anyway. This is why I keep my door closed all the time. She doesn't get in here unless I'm gone. And You're then not... if the door's open, she can come and go. You know, whatever. <laughs> I was just saying today, I wish I had thought to get a cat before this lockdown stuff started. Well, did you see we're in New York? All the pets got, uh, got. Like, every, they all got adopted. Oh, yeah, every that's one awesome. Oh, that's really good. Oh, by like individuals or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. That's 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 nice to hear. So I did read like a little factotum over in I don't remember where it was. I want to say it was China. There was like a because like initially when everything was going down, they thought it was passed through the animals. So everyone just like fucking was like get rid of our animals. 
So there's just a shit ton of animals mm-hmm. that have been abandoned because it's because they thought it was you know, public safety at the time. Mm. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, for our listeners in the future, or space aliens that come <laughs> and find our wreck of a planet and and find this podcast, we survived Chernobyl. We're, we're recording That's this we're in the middle about. of the pandemic of 2020. So. Yeah, I wonder what, <laughs> what Wikipedia will call it. You know, looking back, but uh, yeah, well, optimistic. I don't even want to walk to down the, that road. The pandemic what... of 2020 and not <laughs> the pandemic of 2020 to 2025 not, or whatever. Or not just <laughs> the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one that we're still under, however. The <laughs> big one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're at the dawn of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. Future researchers like who want to know what society was like, this yeah. is it. This, this is all is we did. When we, we made still podcasts. Had... This is back when we still had electricity, and okay. I don't want to. This is going down a path. I, I do want to bring something up. Okay. <laughs> I want to. I want to bring something up though, and, and kind of to bring this back around. There is a like that. There was a Hard Times article that I think I think it was Nate put on. Maybe put it on the Baltic Effect page or something. But it was about you know don't start a. <laughs> don't start a quarantine podcast. You know, there's going to be a, a billion <laughs> shitty ones. And then there's a lot of people talking yeah, about stuff that they yeah. do in their home and everything, like stuff to do to keep you occupied and ways to stay connected with other people. And I'm like, I've been doing this for years. I was born of this. Like, and on <laughs> all honesty, I, this is, I, I'm considering this a good thing. I'm very fortunate in that I have a ton of stuff scheduled to do at home. And I was like forcing myself to get to do them. And now, it's now some of the time though I'm like I don't want to do it now that I have to do it because it's like don't tell me what to do world, but I am very <laughs> blessed in that I've been able to podcast for so long and and stay connected with people and be in my own home, um, and so we we three are very fortunate that it's like well we were gonna yes. do this anyways and so now let's do it and we don't have to do it under the feel of duress, we can yeah. do it because we were doing it yeah. anyways and hopefully somebody's got something to chuckle, they'll hear me say. A dumb, stupid word in a few minutes, I'm sure, and it maybe it'll make them smile a little bit, and that's all I'm going for. So, yeah. What's the answer to the question? Aim to have. Okay, so Trent said, "Black mold, scabies, can't get money out, and plagiarism." Uh, all Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Nick said, uh, "Black mold," which is yes. You both said black mold. But Nick also had the correct answers of unfairly evicted, bare genitals, and funding terrorism. I forgot I the bare genitals. I can't believe genitals. Trent, that you forgot bare genitals. That's <laughs> the best one. Oh. Which is weird because all of uh, all of Black Mesa's marketing is with horses, not bears. You get uh, you guys. That's a good one. Uh, did you, I, I'm not I'm not giving <laughs> that joke the appreciation it deserves. It's too it's it's too good for this world. You don't understand how much I love that one. Uh-huh. I just. Um, I, I, uh, have, have any, either of you guys seen, uh, Varsity Blues? Oh, maybe, like, yes, a yes. century They put, they put so, their wieners think, on the window at the Alanis the Club. Story. Wieners at the Alanis Club? Oh, anyway. My bearing generals <laughs> contribution, so. Think we lost Shane. Oh, really? Your voice, actually, when you were making that joke, your voice went out for a second and came back, so. Yeah. This is great. Don't think we reset the router before we podcasted. Probably forgot that one. 
Let's hey. see. Guess who dropped out again? Hey. Um, well, if, if, it, if it keeps getting bad, we may want to stop. And if you wouldn't mind resetting the router and then uh, us joining back when we yeah. can. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I see a little a spinning, uh, a little spinning thing on Shane's. Uh, um, well, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right now it's good. So. Let's go. All right. Well, let's just go real quick. All right. Uh, last question from uh, Lily is uh, from uh, Lana. Lana. Excuse me. I don't know where I was getting <laughs> Lily from. Last question from Lana. What level is Saul's car on when he meets Kevin? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough, I remember more about that that one shot than I did the one <laughs> earlier. That was because like, it was huge in the background. Well, there's uh, other writing too, and I remember all that as well. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Where, well, you, but the garage you both is, remembered it because you both said eight, which is the correct answer. Level eight. Garage is where Kim goes to solve problems. So. Sure. And smoke. And smoke. That's solving problems. <laughs> all right. I lied earlier. We do have one more question from Lana. Ooh, Last okay. one from her now is, uh, what movie poster do Kim and Saul have in their flat? Oh, you called it a flat instead of an apartment. Mm. But it's yeah, it's tall, though. I wrote this down last season, but I didn't write it down this time. It's like, um, it's like oh. not straight up. It's, it's not it's, flat. Uh, it's not squished. Um, <laughs> what poster do they have? I don't know. Can't be this one. It is a movie poster. It is a poster from a movie. And they have it. Eh, here we go. <laughs> okay, there's one. One from Trent. It's not right. Can't be right. Nick's, I mean, but Nick's, how cool would it be if it was? Nick's digging up his last year notes. He's pulling that... that <laughs> no, I'm not. That <laughs> no, section not. of composition <laughs> notebooks off the shelf. And... Uh, I wouldn't even know which, which episode to look at. <laughs> Well, uh, Trent uh, did. Oh man, that is a great one, Trent. For a guess, I think that to kill a mockingbird is a great answer, but it's oh, not correct. Good guess. Um, Nick says Star Wars Twelve: The Legend of Wookiees Gold. That's which, pretty good uh, guess. That's a better uh, guess than amazing. mine. Actually. I can't believe that you got that right, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the a actual answer is Outlaw Justice. Okay. Oh. I knew. Right. Actually, and now. Yeah. Okay. Is now I have the... a few questions from Bricktails. Is Outlaw Ooh. Justice, isn't that the show <laughs> that's on in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Bounty Justice. Oh, I, Bounty I Justice. I do not remember. Of. Yeah, it's different. Okay, sorry. That would have been cool if it was. Though. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Bricktails uh, writes, uh, The First Amendment of the United States Constitution promises such rights as the freedom of speech and freedom of religion. What rights does Mesa Verde promise? I thought you were going to ask what the Constitution was, <laughs> and that would have been so oh, embarrassing. Yeah, I thought that's where he was going to. When, oh. when, uh, when Nick would get that right and Trent would get it wrong, that would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> On the uh, American Constitution question. So but what does Mesa Verde promise? It is the question of what rights... You have the right, you have the freedom, sorry. They're mostly freedoms. You have the freedom to do this. You have the freedom to do this. Yeah. The freedom. All right. So I have both of 
the answers in. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see here. Nick said, uh, freedom to ride, freedom to explore, to bank, freedom from hidden fees, and to choose the account that's right for you. So that is correct, Nick. That is all five of those correct. God damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was, uh, I didn't know it was five. I missed that. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, do you want to add four more? No. <laughs> no. That. That was Nick's answer? <laughs> no. No, and Nick, you're right. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, just, do you want to add four more? <laughs> do you want to make up some more bullshit? <laughs> Wait, after you've said it, too. Yeah, okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you're assuming that Nick got it right. We haven't said that yet. Um Trent's answer was the right to show peen. Yes. Uh, which is somehow not part of the Mesa Verde Constitution. Uh, Nick got all five of those right. Nice. Yes, very good. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, wait, there's uh, five. Do you want to Do you want to add five? Add four more to that? <laughs> do you, you want to make yourself look dumb? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nick. Next question for Brick Tales, and I think y'all are gonna like this one. It's a two. It's a two for Trixie. Oh, uh, yeah. Mike buys eight books from the used book bin at the library. Name two of the books. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is our favorite kind of question. When we ask a question that we already asked, and Trent has to remember it. <laughs> I have Nick's answer here. Too bad you can't just drag and drop from an earlier answer. <laughs> we, yeah. well, we can when we're all on Skype. We for sure have done that. I've, I've certainly done that. Uh, yeah. If I could figure out how to do Skype messaging on here, you know. We got to get you in a, in the in the computer game. Uh, we got to get you in a computer game. One maybe. day, one day. A little Chromebook action all right, or something. So, yeah. Nick says uh, uh, Treasure Island and the Little Prince. Trent says... Treasure Island and the Little Prince, which is BS, Mike. <laughs> Congratulations! Yes, you both got both of those. Okay. Uh, let's see. Describe Lalo's car. So I'll go ahead and tell y'all he wants a color, a year, and a model. Oh dang! And um, Trent is going to know this one because Trent is our car guy. Well, we've established that Nick kind of he gives me a run for my money he fucking slaughtered me with the Le Mans because yeah. I, I don't think about a Le Mans when I think of that model of Pontiac I was like holy fuck that is a different car so 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 um <laughs> well let's, let's just see how it goes I just you don't remember want a what color a year yeah cause I, I know what I would call that color but I don't remember what they called it. It might be. That's why I'm doing something different. I might have sh- should have just gone with my instinct, but I'm. I'm trying to use my brain and not my guts because my guts are full of shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> okay, Nick. Still waiting on you. Clicked on the wrong thing here. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Nick says customized 1970 Monte Carlo gray. Uh, Trent says 70 dark gray Monte Carlo. Uh, oh, did we see. need a we, we did we need a descriptor like the customized thing? 
Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. Okay. You All you needed for the answer was gray 1970 Monte Carlo, so you each get okay. that. Thank you for the additional detail, Nick. But yeah, that was also okay. all that he was asking for. Okay. All right. And uh, the, the one more question. Well, actually, Bricktails has two more questions, but uh, last one for this email. Uh, according to the two prostitutes, their pimp isn't happy with Howie. Who is their pimp? <laughs> Fuck, what was it they said? It was, um... Oh, God, it was so generic. It was so... It could be any pimp. It's yeah. like... I, like, it's you some... Sh- they just came up with a name as they in, walked in. In all the, the great restaurant. names of pimpdom, this is a very ordinary pimp name. <laughs> Let's go like, with... He told them, go in there and give him a fake name for your pimp, and that's what they thought of when let's, they went in there. Let's, let's do this because of reasons. <laughs> so the Nick says, Joe Dog. Oh, and, fuck. And uh, Trent says, Little Nick, which <laughs> would have been great because Nick's on the show with us. But no, it is Joe Dog. Joe Dog is the worst just made up bullshit <laughs> pimp name. You are the most basic Howard fucking it. like you're nothing. Joe Joe Dog is his name. Joe Dog. Oh my god, that's that's that is tragic. Like you go around being like, yeah, I run this block. I'm Joe Dog. I'm a unique individual that runs things. <laughs> Shit, I think we lost uh, 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 Shane. So, um, the last question from Bricktails is, uh, why was I reminded of The Simpsons this episode? Um, Aww. I'd be surprised if either one of y'all gets this one right. You know, Unfair. Bricktails did episodes of this show. Um, There's 600 And, and I've maybe seen 20 of them. God. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Oh what? man! No, actually, there's way more than that because I know this year there's the Treehouse of Horror was episode six sixty six. So there's got to be like six eighty by now, or six ninety, six ninety two, or six ninety three. What reminded of? Oh, Trent, that's Simpsons. a good answer. Because no you know what I mean. Trent kind of just sent that to the group. Oh, <laughs> well, Nick, if you want to know what's not right, <laughs> check the groove. <laughs> oh, you sent it in the. Yeah. In the, uh, I'm oh, okay, I won't. I won't open. I'm like I'm gonna copy your answer because we both don't have a clue on this one anyway. But <laughs> well, no, come up. You come up with your own dumb answer. Make up something. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I've had oh. a special day. I was telling Shane earlier. I, I picked up a uh, a Brita filter bottle, and I was just like, <laughs> I was thirsty, and I was heading to the kitchen. And I was gonna throw some water in it because you know, uh, Brita filter. And then I was like, oh, I got some of these apple sodas. <laughs> Let me throw one of these in there. I was like, wait a minute. It's a, it's, I'm running it through a filter. What the fuck, Trent? Why the fuck would you <laughs> think that's okay for a second? Why would I think that's okay? Hey, but you stopped yourself before you did it. I am embarrassed to have had the thought. <laughs> and yet we're telling everyone listening to the show now. Oh, I talk about a lot of embarrassing stuff. <laughs> it's it's how I, it's my, if I didn't have that, what the fuck would I have? I'm a borderline intolerable until I let out some of these little little nibbits, so. Uh, let's see. Nick, do you have your answer? Uh, this is the lamest answer ever. Okay. That's okay. Uh, so probably, I don't think it's going to be true. But let's find out. I mean, right. seriously, that this is, is great. This, I, I love this truly, question. But. I'm truly ashamed of my answer because I couldn't even come up with something funny. 
So Trent said, because of the mom's car, uh, yeah. which made me think, yeah, that's kind of shaped like Homer and Marge's car. I can see yeah. it. Ariana, then, I was actually thinking about when um, when Marge got arrested in the Canyonero, like she had the big SUV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Nick says, because Saul made a bunch of little films about Mesa Verde, and there was a 22 films about Springfield episode. And that's not a lame answer at all. I think that's, that's a That's a good answer, answer yeah. Because mm-hmm. 22 short films about Springfield is one of the best um, – uh, episodes of the series. It's awesome. Okay. But uh, Bricktail says uh, the episode where Bart gets a big brother because big brothers in caps there, so I guess it's like big brothers, big sisters. Mm-hmm. The episode where Bart gets a big brother because he's mad at Homer and Homer becomes a big brother out of revenge. The thing that made Bart so mad was when Homer forgot to pick him up from soccer practice, like Kim's mom forgetting to pick her up from orchestra practice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a request of you, Bricktails? <laughs> I don't watch... I, I haven't watched... I watched it when I was a kid, but I haven't watched Simpsons in a long, long time. And I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of, well, anything, but especially not <laughs> Simpsons or Futurama, which is unfortunate because they're incredible shows that have stood the test of time, and there's a reason people like them. Those, unlike Shakespeare, are not overrated. I just don't... I just I haven't... I'm not as well-versed. But having said that, I kind of would like every week there to be a question this what Simpsons episode (laughs) (laughs) for the benefit of everyone out there who is probably a lot of people that do love Simpsons. It'd be kind of cool to see, like, even if it's tangential, who gives a shit? I Um, actually coincidentally yesterday saw uh, something about um, is it worth getting Disney Plus? I think it was that. Uh, yeah, or it was a what? What should you watch when you're in quarantine? But I think it was what? What is is Disney Plus worth it? And it, and it said, well, here's what it has that's good, or what? What you should watch? And it had like, of course, Mandalorian was number one. Oh, but then it said, so good. And then it said it has the good episodes of The Simpsons, which means like the stuff, <laughs> the stuff from the first ten years or whatever. So there's one thing really quick is yes, they have all thirty seasons of The Simpsons right now. But somebody was complaining online, and I saw this for myself the other day that the old episodes they didn't stretch them out and put bars at the top and bottom. They left them like they got the wrong aspect ratio. Is what I'm no. saying. So there's jokes. There's classic jokes that you miss because they're at the top of the screen or at the bottom of the screen, and they get cut off. There's uh, one in Who Shot Mr. Burns where oh, they pan cool. across they pan across a bunch of characters and everybody looks away from the camera except for one person who turns out to be the killer or the shooter in the end. Oh, and you so can't even tell that joke because the person is at the bottom of the screen and cut off. Wait a sec. They put the screen without bars on the sides, you mean? Without whatever would have made it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah that's, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Now I'm not going to watch it. Well, I don't have Disney. I, I mean, know you were not, going to before. Not only like there's yeah. too many there's too many streaming services. Like I mean, you guys live in a house with three people, so you can like, split the cost and stuff. But it's like, how many streaming services are you going to have? Like during Better Call Saul, there was yeah. a comer there was a commercial for a new streaming service that's launching on April 1st or something like that. Well, and not to end your Seinfeldish rant, but all right. And I also I also didn't I also didn't say this. So I would like you guys to imagine a world where in this world, uh, one person in a group that you might know, you, that you could even be talking to now in this fake world, 
is sharing more streaming services with people that are not inside of his house than he is. Ah. Ah. Now, yep. wouldn't that be an interesting world? <laughs> <laughs> In anyway, so that brings us to the end of this week's quiz. Oh, man. And uh, let's see. Trent has a score of seven points this week. Whoa. It's a very respectable score. That's a lot more than I thought it was. <laughs> Nick has a score of 19 points. So congratulations, oh, Nick. Yeah. Thanks, Trent. I have used I have used this word once already today, so here's the second time. Decimated. <laughs> <laughs> not not, I not know under what circumstance you used that word earlier today. Yeah. Uh, how well I was gonna do something that someone asked me to do. I said, Yes, <laughs> we will totally decimate that. <laughs> and and nice. that was and I was at work, so uh <laughs> If you ever wonder, so, is it is it the same when you work with Trent as it is like hearing this dumb shit? I mean, it's a few less swear words, but mostly. <laughs> um. uh, so let's talk about some prediction stuff. Okay. Yes, it is time for uh, Prediction Corner. So for everyone that hasn't had a look at the Baltic Effect Facebook group, uh, I have now updated the predictions log, and I actually posted the whole thing, so you can go to uh, tuckershole.wordpress.com, and uh, it's actually as of this moment is the not, it's the top post on the page. But just look for the menu bar at the top and go for solve predictions, and and uh, it's current as of Saturday, I think. Uh, or after our last episode, it's current of our as our last episode. So you can look at the the score sheet uh, uh, with everybody on it, and then you can look at individual sheets to see everybody's individual predictions. Hell uh, yeah! Hell yeah! Now, Thank you so much. So, Sorry, that's okay. So what's not in that sheet is the updates for this episode. So uh, we have oh, fuck. one prediction that was disproven this time and that was Shane's um, yeah. Kim will face Jimmy or Saul in a trial over the demolition of Mr. Acker's house so yeah that close, didn't ha- close but no cigar yeah, yeah. and then um, proven predictions we have Brick Tales predicted Jimmy Ooh. and Kim will threaten Kevin slash Mesa Verde over trademark copyright infringement uh, whichever it is over the cowboy on a horse logo Mm-hmm. And for me, uh, Kevin Mesa Verde copied the cowboy on horseback cactus logo without securing the rights to use it. So um, the predictions uh, score sheet uh, now, um, I will just run through the scores. Uh, there's a two-way t- – two people have pulled into the lead. Uh, it's a two-way Uh-oh. tie Bricktails and me with one point each. <laughs> it's a vicious cockfight. <laughs> so exciting about this uh, prediction game since we started it is that there has been movement, but it's always everybody's averaging <laughs> around zero. Like yeah. It's kind of a brilliant game. Yeah, well, it's kind of yeah. great that way. I'm thinking that next week maybe uh, Sadie might gain a point and Trent might go down a point, but we'll see. Um, but, Stay tuned. Uh, but so let me read that scores just because it hasn't been read in a long time. So here's where everybody sits. You read it all in one breath. I'll try my best. Okay, hang on. Adrian one, Brian Duffy zero, Bricktails one, Eva minus two, Henry Brown zero, Jeff zero, 
Lana minus one, Lily uh, minus six, Maria zero, Nick one, Sadie minus three, Schmeisenberg zero, Shane minus five, and Trent minus one. Oh, that wasn't hey. bad. Minus five, I have the biggest score. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's incredible. No, Sadie's got minus six. <laughs> oh, oh okay. shit. Yeah. B, yeah. good job, Nick. C, but... <laughs> what a trip down memory lane. The one breath <laughs> fucking uh, score reading. Whoa. Hell yeah. yeah so, yeah. okay, if you want me that's to run out of breath, you got to have more predictions sent in. So. <laughs> Man. I remember we would try to do those, and like if someone failed, I was like, well, let me do it. Because I used to have like <laughs> fucking... Iron lungs from. I just remember the... when Wikipedia had a point for some reason, and I don't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> we got real stupid. Uh, well, not much. Is, so last week Trent sent me on a mission, and uh, yeah, I accepted well, the. Bull. He chose to accept it. Yeah. I am going to activate that mission at this time, Nick. So, what time is it? BCS time. Yeah. So I figured out two things. Um, the flashback at the beginning with Kimmy in front of her school took place in 1983 because Whoa. the song playing on the radio of her mother's car was Affair of the Heart by Rick Springfield, and that came out in Jesus April Christ. of 83. So, Point of order, it yeah. could be any point after 1983 as well. I, yes, it could, but, but it's listening to the radio, so it might have been in heavy rotation. My... So I'm mission. making an assumption that it was Yeah, like my mission was him to get us close. And yeah. I'm going to accept a date as it's close to that date. And yeah. we also know how radio stations are. Especially back then, it was going to be a lot more controlling of the um, program manager. It was not mm -hmm. like it is today where, like... They all get their marching orders from corporate office. Yeah, it's... there. I have... I feel like it's probably closer to that year. That's a fucking awesome pull. Also, Rick Springfield. Who doesn't love Rick Springfield? <laughs> and then the only thing I can say about where we are in the current sort of the sort of, it's hard to say current when you talk about the breaking bad universe gotcha. in the salt time we're like yeah. 15 different timelines but where we are with with the Kevin Wachtel uh, situation like this episode the main bulk of this episode is sometime in 2004 because okay. when we saw uh, Mike looking at the uh, police paperwork about the the killing of the travel wire guy Fred. Um, it was it said that the killing took place on 31st of March 2004, and the the police report he was reading was was dated the second uh, of April. So we're sometime after that. Uh, in Nick, 19, sorry, in 2004. Nick. Yeah. Well done, buddy. Thanks. That's yeah, fucking that's awesome, comprehensive dude. as shit. That's impressive. When, when my time machine's finished, I'm gonna need you, buddy. Because you <laughs> need a, a. If you're on a, a if you're on a boat, <laughs> if you're on a boat, you need a cartographer. If yeah. you're on a time machine, you need a timeographer. I yeah. you're on a time boat. Then you need a cartographing time officer. <laughs> well, I'm up for time travel, like any <laughs> any time. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, yeah, this guy. Right. Well, I'm well, now well, retire for the evening. Well, let's jump into this. What do you guys think of this episode? <laughs> ah, Kimmy and a cool, funny commercial, and they might get married? Question mark. Uh, uh let's wait on the marriage I, part. Let's pump the brakes on that part till the end. I was in I was such a good mood. My, my heart rate was like through my chest uh, at the end of this episode. Uh, I was like, whoa. 
That was. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck it. We're here now. Yeah, it made me <laughs> mad. I was in. Su- I was having such a good time, even in the bad stuff. And the fact that their marriage is going to be. I don't. I don't. Kim, run. Kim, run. Just <laughs> who is it in the predictions that predicted that they would get married? Ah, uh, well, that's uh, that's where Trent and Sadie come into uh, direct <laughs> direct combat. Oh, okay. uh, because Sadie predicted they would get married, and uh, Trent said they wouldn't. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what an idiot! Oh, Trent's got a dog in this fight now. Yeah. I didn't know. Now I gotta watch this game. Shit. Well, you have two. You guys have two direct com- competing predictions because the marriage one and also about whether Kim lives or dies by the end of the series. So now, I like competing ones. I like when someone makes yeah. one. I'm like, fuck it, I'll bet against. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a fun way to gamble. It's often wrong. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's way more fun when you have something that you feel like is. I don't know. You take a little bit seriously. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, but but I'm 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 unhappy because I don't. Uh, want her with Jimmy? Uh, I don't want a marriage out of becoming his gun mall. Mm. Um, she's I I I don't blame her for you know it's real Batmany. Yeah, so like the bad guys hire the Joker in the Dark Knight, and mm-hmm. then the Joker is the Joker. You know the the Prince of Crime, Gotham Crime mm. Prince, whatever he's fucking called. Um, yeah, and Crown he, Prince of Crime. Yeah, and he he fucking goes ape shit, and it's like, what did you expect? You 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 took this dog off of its leash, and the scorpion stabbed the frog. And I'm not in in that instance. I'm okay. I mean, all of this is fictional, obviously, but I'm I'm okay in the Batman world because those are bad guys that are doing bad things. I I really hesitant to you know victim shame Kim. Who let the animal out of its cage, and it's it, it, well, it bit you. And it's like I'm not trying to be an. I'm not saying oh you should have expected. It. I feel bad that that happened to her, um, and I hate that. Nick, I I wish it wouldn't have. Nick, um, this would. I mean, uh, we do have the idea by Breaking Bad times that he's had two ex-wives, right? Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to go back and review all that. But yeah, he. We know that he had at least two because he says something about his second wife in Breaking Bad. But again, you have to take whatever Saul says in Breaking Bad with a, you know, a little bit of doubt. But um, yeah, because what he said about his second wife, I could never put that on Kim. And like, what if they quickly like? What if they quickly? So Kim said would be like, the second wife. He's been married before on this show. Yeah, because his first wife. Oh. Well, we assume it's his first wife. That. We assume that's his first wife, unless he's been married twice before in Better Call Saul, uh, and and Kim would be okay. her, his third. But his second wife. But remind me what woman? The one that led to the Chicago sunroof. The guy that slept with his wife. He gave the oh, sun, okay. sunroof to. So, um, because what he says in Breaking Bad is, my second wife slept with my father-in-law, which is pretty disgusting when you do the yeah. the family tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Um, but that maybe, maybe he was referring to this, the woman that, uh, was the Chicago sunroof. So if that's the case, then, then Kim would end up being his third wife. I don't know. Well, we'll yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So in Breaking Bad, uh, Saul, Jimmy said his second wife slept with who? 
his father-in-law. Which would be her dad? Or yeah, what the his fuck? Wife's dad. See, I have to, that's why I have to verify this, because I don't... Like, someone said that, and I, it rings a bell, but I, I haven't rewatched the episode. That, with, that, with, I think we've been, we need to, we need to hunt that up, because I think yeah. we've been operating under an assumption that it's clearly but, a joke from the beginning. If it's, well, he I, it's slept like, with me, his like father-in-law... Yeah, it's something that Saul would say just to be funny or something. You yeah, know? I think we've been operating off of something that is outlandish and not true. That's yeah, I didn't know that bit about slipped with my father-in-law. Whoa! Shit! Okay, I so... thought it was slept with his dad, and then I was just now putting that together. I'm like, well, his dad's fucking dead. And then I was like, well, so it has to be an older one. And then I was like, oh, God, yeah, the years. And then it just kept, like, spiraling. And then all of a sudden it hit me away. In-law? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> something is amiss at the Circle K. Um, but uh, well, anyway, let's move on from that. Uh, in this episode, so we got we got we got some stuff going on. Um, I don't even know really where to jump in. Let's get this out of the way real quick. The scene with Howard is fucking phenomenal. I mean, just absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, so funny, man. Oh, the highlight just... of my week. It was so great. And then him sitting there the... watching it and saying that what Howard would be saying. Oh, yeah, you said you were. Yeah, you said Because you don't, I mean, there's glass windows. They can see you. You're in a very distinctive car, and you have binoculars aimed at them. It, well, I have dangerous. a counter. I have a counter. Shoes. They're in there. They're not going to look outside where a poor is. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. See? Well, this is clearly like the restaurant where every lawyer in Albuquerque it's goes the only for lunch restaurant now. every day. It's the only and, restaurant and, in Albuquerque. And, and it's like this This episode was oh, like... Oh, also that well, Mexican place from Breaking Bad. It was yeah. like Lawyer Palooza uh, for Better Call Saul because like every lawyer except for the public defender was there for, for lunch in this episode. Like, Do you think that all uh, of the, the lawyers go to this place and then all of like the middle class suburban families yeah. go to the Mexican place? Yeah, and all the yes. people go to the the, the the dog house hot dog place. Like it's yeah, exactly. Uh, I would go to the dog house in in a, in a second if I was there. Fuck yeah, dude. But um, it's like, you know, it's just like every time there's lawyers eating, that's where they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they yeah, said yeah, we picked it out. Like in the episode, like, the only she thing said, wrong um, was that Kim and Richard weren't at another table. Like that, right? And those scenes were butted up against each other. I was gonna say when I know Kim, it was like when uh, I was Rich like asked him them, to go like, have lunch with him, or when she that said they were gonna, when he said they were gonna go have lunch together. Um, I said out loud, "Oh, they're gonna go to the restaurant." Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they did. But um, but I guess the only reason they didn't put Kim and Richard there is because Kim immediately would know. That this was Jimmy up to this business, like. <laughs> <laughs> but so what? That would be amazing. That would she would yeah. be into it because fuck Howard. But don't um, you think he's laying it on Howard a little bit thick here? Like no, oh definitely no. Oh, see, here's where no. we disagree because look, no, uh, I don't think Howard was being sincere. I think he's trying to get his karma or whatever. But yeah, it doesn't mean you gotta first off throw bowling balls at the guys car and now do all this shit to him that's going to embarrass him forever in front of all his friends. I oh, don't know. no. Seems a little much. Oh, his friends. You and his, he you know, works his with. fucking reputation in the field is going to go down, you know. 
Howard's a tool. He shouldn't have fucked with Jimmy. He, he, you reap what you sow. And he's not hurting him that much. He gets to go home and still be rich. Fuck Howard. He's fine. He's not hurt. It, now, if it goes to the point of, like, physically harming or, like, um, some kind of damage that is, like, like, if he burns his house down, he's gone too far. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, yeah. but but a windshield or a window in a car that's insured as fuck—that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, having hookers call him, say that they, he owes them money in front of, and also fuck that other guy that was sitting with him. What's his nuts? That we there's an awesome actor. Um, oh, yeah. Ed Bagley Jr. Is that who that yeah, is? Ed Bagley's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's from, I, I uh, love that Superman guy and uh, a lot of stuff. Also, kind of fuck him too a little bit. Not too bad, but it's it's hilarious. And those oh, people yeah. were so prim and proper. And they were sitting there talking shit about somebody else a minute before that. I yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. And and they're so like prim and proper that they're gonna mm-hmm. forget that that they're gonna like. Okay, it's gonna be one of those things that you don't talk about. You know, people are gonna be like they're not gonna say anything because they're gonna be too embarrassed to talk to uh, to Howard about it. Howard's going to be like, listen, the other day, that was a mistake, and uh, I'm very sorry about that. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. We assumed. Yeah, but yeah, behind we... the back, they're going to be talking about it. Did yes, you and you know what? Howard? For yeah. a lying piece of shit, that's what he deserves. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I'm being too unfair. Maybe I have con- Maybe I have summoned wrath. Maybe I'm guilty of one of the seven deadly sins. But see, I could I... see. I could see at the... You know, at the peak of uh, when when Jimmy discovered that it was Chuck that had been against him the whole time, I could see it. Could you imagine if someone did that to Chuck? He would blow. He would would die. He'd have an aneurysm on the spot. Like, yeah, Yeah, and like, I also don't think that. Here's the thing. Okay, so I kind of think if someone had done that to Chuck. I don't know that he would have an aneurysm on the spot. I think he would have handled it in the moment. I bet he would have handled it cooler than fucking Howard. And, <laughs> Howie. Howie. <laughs> yeah. And I, <laughs> and I feel like Chuck would just, like, shrug that shit off because he didn't give two fucks what anybody thought about him. Mm. Like, I think he just gave a lot of... Escort them out. <laughs> he would go, Chuck can you handle this for me? a lot of thought about what people thought about him. I see. I don't because he would just do things regardless of everyone telling him he was going crazy. And he also but his reputation as a lawyer was very important to him. Yeah, it was, but he didn't mind wearing like a Mylar blanket and stuff. IJS, I think he would have handled it cooler than Howie. Howie's a bit of a Howie's kind of he doesn't have as much practice at being as poised as Chuck has. Chuck had been that forever, whereas Howard is like r- relatively new just because he's got to be half his age. Born to royalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's my favorite fucking part of the episode. With exception of the beginning, the actress playing Kim's mom is fucking incredible. The girl, too. Yeah, yeah she, she had, was good. She had Kim's facial mannerisms down. Like, it was God. great. Yeah, everything that they, they both were saying, it's like, I could see this being where Kim came from. It was so fucking good. To be so subtle. There's, there's a photo online of uh, Rhea Seahorn and that girl... Wearing matching outfits, like I guess uh. what the girl was wearing in that scene. <laughs> That's awesome! Yeah. I gotta look that up. That's fucking That's good. Cool. And, and it, the acting, it was cool. It's a great scene. The mom was really good up. there, too. And you said, um, uh, uh, Shane, you, I can't think of anyone's name tonight. I'm so off it. <laughs> uh, Shane, do you remember what it was you said about um, later on in the episode? Mm, no, not really. 
Well, I don't know if it happened there or if it happened later in the episode, but it was in reference to that. And it was people have been letting her down her whole life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that was, like, chilling. That's like, yeah, you're fucking right. Like, that definitely explains why that, that scene was so important, especially I think it explains why she uh, is such a go-getter and tries so hard her whole life to do everything because she's been let down by everybody else. So, you know. Explains a lot except for the final line of the show, if you ask me. I don't think anything <laughs> explains that line. Uh, that came out of nowhere. We've That's... talked about that already. Can we not go yeah. back to the bad times, okay? No. <laughs> um, I want to go back to happy times, which is my other favorite scene of this episode, which is when they're in the boardroom and he just starts putting on the commercials. Oh, man, and you were you were so worried Davis we weren't going to get the commercials. Oh, man. And Davis and Main Guy just sitting there fuming after, you know, he's been told to leave, but he just wants to see it anyway. Oh, yeah. that was... That My father cringy. never did that. That's like no. that was cringy, but it was also just so much fun to watch. This is another time where I would really I mean, wish we a... had a lawyer intern, intern lawyer that could you know tell us like you can't you can't just bring up a frivolous lawsuit. That's yeah. like a that's illegal as hell. Like mm-hmm. I and I know that. Jimmy did it. It's the thing of, you know, like in Django Unchained, you know, you don't offer to buy their their best horse. You offer to buy uh, the farm. And while mm-hmm. you're thinking about buying the farm, hey, you mind if I buy, like, you know, your best horse since I'm here already? I'm, I'm into your horse farm, man. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, of course, to make this sell. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'll sell you this horse, and then you're just like, oh, you know what? I didn't want to buy it anyways, but you know, we got this horse deal. That's cool. So it's 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 that idea <laughs> yeah. of we're gonna fucking throw you into the shit, and yeah, it mm-hmm. might not stick, but it's gonna tie you up for so long, it's insane, and it's got just enough credibility that it's like, uh, and they're on the fence, and then you knock them over to the other side of the fence with the. The picture of the horse, the cowboy, the horse guy, yeah. horse man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the picture of oh, horse yeah. man. Yes. Um, hey. Um, and, and so then that pushes it over, and it got it to the point that Jimmy, Jimmy won. He absolutely did. It's it's unfortunate that he couldn't stop and also save his relationship too, because that's. That's way more fucking important. Like, like you can walk away from yeah. those clients. You know what I mean? Like, money's gonna come and go. He's gonna represent he meth came makers. Very sociopathically when he was talking to her. Shit. Uh-oh. Yeah, lost him again. Lost him again. Apologizing. Oh it. no, he's back. Hey. <laughs> oh, damn! Was I gone again? Yeah. Uh, flipped out for a second there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, all I was saying was... <laughs> yeah, I just went so... Um, yeah, so Matt, Not gonna um, do whatever he thinks it would do. Just flip out, man! <laughs> it was uh, coming I don't with even me. remember the point I was making while I was gone, but uh, it was a good one. It well, was, damn it. I, was, I mean, I was gonna say about that stuff. Well, first, when he was filming the commercials, I liked the way that Kim stopped oh, and looked in and said... Uh, well, she just had a look like, oh, look at Jimmy. He's doing all of this for me, uh, even though I'm going to have to shut it down. And then yeah. when Jimmy came out to talk to her and he was like, you know, trying to convince her, look, we got to do this. It's like, well, last episode when she 
you know, first brought up the idea of how do we take this to the next step, he was like, it's dangerous. Don't do it. Like he was trying to talk her out of it. But now mm -hmm. once he, once he came up with this scheme, he's like an artist. He's got to do his performance. And, and I think that's why even though she said no, um, that he went ahead with it. And he was right in the sense that her natural anger was gonna, was gonna be good camouflage for the fact that they had conspired together. But the expression on her face when she, when she convinced Kevin not Sorry, convinced him. Or sorry, she, he. What did she say? She told him to leave, and he said, "No, I'm going to stay and see this." And when they were shutting the curtains, getting ready to show the commercials, the look on her face was like that was uh, Reese's Horn's Emmy moment. Was the look like, "Oh my God, this is out of my control, and there's nothing I can do to get this back on the rails," where I'm the one steering this right now like yeah and, like she's like i'm i'm gonna turn around and go into a totally unknown right now because i don't know what the hell jimmy saul is up to so i just that moment to me was just brilliant the way that she carried that off like the, that expression just said everything what's so interesting what is jimmy's, jimmy's done this before um and so i think maybe that's also another like to her detriment that she was not a hundred percent privy to. I mean, she knew about it ish, but I don't think she knew about like how fucked up it was. But you know, he was going to run that commercial for uh, Ed Bagley Jr. and them for their law firm, and 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 they were like, no, don't do it. And then he like did it anyway, and they were pissed, even though he was right. So he's done it. Oops, he did it again, and it's just like fuck. Uh, Shane, did you remember what you're... He was talking about being a sociopath, uh, psychopath? Well, yeah, he was acting very much sociopathically towards the end of the episode when he was... Uh, you know, he didn't somehow understand how he had hurt her. Like, he just thought he could apologize and it would all be fine. And it just seemed like he didn't get why she would be upset with him. Yeah. Yeah, he's not wrong, Walter. He's just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But um, see, this is why. Sorry, I hate, I know you didn't want to go back to this, but this is why, like, this is why I think what happened at the end happened. I don't uh, think. Sorry, you, <laughs> you want to talk about it later, or do you want me to just finish it now? Like, no, uh, go ahead. Finish just but, being dramatic. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, because okay. he's killing. Because like the the when he came out of uh, when she when she came out with we gotta end this, I was upset because. I was like, where did that come from? Like, they would just healed everything in the last episode, but this one thing broke, is the straw that broke the camel's back. And then you go back, okay, she didn't trust her mom, and she broke with that. She got out of her town as soon as she could. So it's like, okay, I understand that. But then she turned 180 degrees with the, maybe we should get married. And it's like, well, how did she make that switch so fast? And the, and the only thing I could come up with is the way she looked at Jimmy through the window when he was filming the commercials and it's like he's doing all this to protect me oh and no. uh, and I think that's the only I think that might have been what go went through her head and I like I said I I I feel like this was a bit of a bit too fast a bit too clumsily written like furious? if this was gonna what's that it was too fast and it was too furious too yeah, fast too for y'all man furious and I 
I mean, if this was going to come, it would have come a little bit more gradually. So, anyway, those are, those are my thoughts on that. But I well, was let, trying let to me, figure did, out, like, real, where... Real quick, real quick, real quick. I thought yeah. we mentioned this already. Did, I, did you say it out loud, Shane? Or did I think it or what? But the marriage isn't because he's doing stuff for her. It's Well, I just... All I said was, and this is not an official prediction, but I said, you know, you, they can't compel a husband and wife to testify against each other. Yeah. She does not want to marry him. That's why I'm pissed off. But it maybe like, she does. I could be wrong. I just said that because that's all I was thinking about. I can't see it going any other way. That's that's bananas. If it's she changed her mind about her feelings about him in that instant. I can't imagine that's right. That's but wild. It, I mean, the thing is, though, the, 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 the fact that she's thinking in legal terms, there's no context for that. Like, like... There was no discussion of that. Like it would be, mm-hmm. like well, the, I think the that's only, what's coming. We'll have to wait and see next week. But I, I, I yeah. think that's what's coming. I mean, it might end up protecting them, but I don't think that's the reason why she, she all of a sudden switched okay. 180 degrees. Then I'm going to be even more pissed than I am right now if that's the case, because that's awful. That's because there's a, there that's was no terrible. cue for her to make that decision for a, a legal reason. Ah, uh, okay. If it's for emotion, that is a big misstep. It's <laughs> the first mistake this crew has made in my eyes. In mm. my eyes. But let's move on. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, oh, let's see. Did y'all have... at the end I, of I will say in that scene right before that happened, I did make a out loud prediction that didn't come true. I thought she was going to deck them. Oh, she's yeah. Roll, yeah. She's, she's rolling up her sleeves. Up. <laughs> <laughs> like you're at home times. That's when you come out of the button up and get into comfy wear. You don't roll your sleeves up. That's what I do when I get to work. I roll them sleeves up because I get to work. Yeah. It was like she was about to do work, and I was like, fuck, she didn't hit him. Well, I will. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But yeah I punched him in the arm before. So. <laughs> sure, but I, I was oh, hoping for, like. about the other uh, side of the episode yet. Uh, you know, Mike and, oh. and Lalo and, uh, uh, you know, yeah. Mike chasing Lalo down. It's got kind of an interesting um, kind of juxtaposition. <clears throat> in that they threw out like heinous charges at Lalo, even though Lalo is guilty of tons of shit to get him kind of in trouble and then Jimmy's throwing out egregiously awful shit to then put Mesa Verde on the defensive. It's 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 kind of an interesting thing that these both wound up in this episode together, unless by on purpose. Um But uh I I, I what was it that they said? I missed the part where he um went on the radio what did he say that the guy what Lalo was wanted for well I think it was to the actual case right the uh, burning that place down and killing that guy oh okay alright you know that uh, from I don't remember last season when he falls through the ceiling yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah they have, well they actually have two because they also had a report of uh, oh no Mike Mike uh planted the envelope in the police station or the police office there mm-hmm. of the report of of the same car breaking a parking barrier which is oh okay uh which is was him but he he made like a fake police report uh with a different name as if it was reported or something like that uh okay. and then he Fucking put a like. post-it note with like a a name that couldn't read, like Detective, uh, you know, Schmirkelblurts or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like uh, what I thought was cool was uh, somebody online pointed out that the the case with Lalo burning the place down. Obviously, we saw that. Was it last season? I think uh, 
and uh, we saw all that happen. And if you go back and watch that scene, there is somebody trying to get into the the gas station and oh. then, or not the gas station, the place he's in. Sorry, the building. Somebody trying to get in and him telling them to go away, and then she comes back. You can see that. That's great. Nice. Aw, nice. We didn't know about the fire until now, though. We didn't know it burned down. No. See, I don't remember the fire. That's why it was so out of left field for me, but I thought maybe. You know how I do that? You've now seen this, Shane, where, like, I don't have information. I just put (laughs) stuff together. In fact, when I was a kid, I saw Terminator 2, uh, Wicked and Bernie's 2, and. The other one, Back Star to the Future Star 2. Star Wars 12, The Legend of Wookiees. Back to the Future <laughs> 2. I saw all three of those before I saw the first one, and a long time. Oh, I saw Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit 2 before the first one. But I like, I was able to like put enough shit together, and now I look at it, I'm like, there's no fucking way I would watch something without watching the first one. But they're showing these pictures of the fire. I'm like, oh, they must have showed that last season. I must have not been paying attention because I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> so it's good, it's good to know that okay, this is kind of new. Ish, um, yeah, yeah. They I like made how reference earlier in the season about the mess at the travel wire, but they, but they didn't say. Like I thought it was just that he killed the guy, but this is the first time we found out that they he burnt it down. And I, I love, I love the scene with uh, Mike and uh, Nacho. I'm glad that they've been brought back together, and I love how Jonathan Banks was just like, I told you about this, and it's I like didn't... now this, and then what I really like too was that. You know, Mike is a kind of an insufferable bastard. You know, you're not going to get Mike <laughs> to admit when he's when the other person has a good point, even even if it's like because because what Nacho said back about his dad, it's like yeah, Nacho, you kind of got your dad into that one if you want to throw this down, but Mike didn't throw that back in his face, mm. and it, it's, it's well, kinda, yeah, Mike understands family. I, yeah. It's yeah, my familia, la familia, too fast, too furious, all of them. Mm-hmm. When you're here, it's breadsticks. Um, <laughs> so uh, that went on a tear, but no, I I love that. I want more, you know, Mike and Nacho together. I I I, just, I like Mike, man. Mike's awesome. I like um, that. I and I didn't even like I I knew this, but I never thought about it. Like, yeah, Nacho didn't know that Mike works for Gus until just now, like when he saw him. Yeah, because like, he was talking about the Gringo Michael. Uh, yeah, and he goes, "Wait, you're the one that he's so upset about." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But and I want to. Like, oh, yeah. I guess maybe he didn't know his name. I don't know. But uh, he knew his Michael. Did he? Right. I don't think like he's ever told his name. To me. I don't okay. know if he, no, because he when he was when Mike was like the muscle for uh, Price, the uh, 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 co- squat cobbler guy. Uh, he was just old dude. Uh, and then okay. when Nacho tried to hire him to hit uh, Hector. He uh, he went through the veterinarian and probably didn't know a name, and uh, okay. so now he's like he sees Mike there and he's like, if Hector and those guys find out that you work for this guy, you know, <laughs> it was like, oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of when Lalo found out about him because Lalo saw him working at the uh, construction site. Yeah. Now I want to anyway. I want to bring up uh, something I thought was kind of cool. Um, so when we meet Crazy Eight in Breaking Bad, yeah. Sorry, I have to step in and correct. Lalo never saw Mike working at the at the laundromat at the construction. What am I thinking of? Yeah. Who was talking to Gus? And then they look over, and Mike's over there. Oh, that was at the chicken farm. 
That's it. Okay, yeah. It was Sorry. a fake thing just as a decoy to get Lalo off the trail of the, the laundry laundromat. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Thank you. So yeah. when we meet when we meet Crazy Eight in Breaking Bad, um he had just gotten out of jail, right? Mm. Um Yeah. Is it is he fresh out of jail because he's busy fucking being a narc to <laughs> All of his other fucking co-dealers, because that's what they talked about in this one. That he's giving them up. But he's he's uh, he is a dealer for the Salamancas, uh, which has been clear since the beginning of Better Call Saul. Uh-huh. Like that, he works for the Salamancas, okay. but he's giving up people that work for Gus. So the, yeah. The, so he's in jail, and and Lalo is using him. To be a rat, but he's a he's a really a mole for Lalo to the DEA. So he's feeding Hank and Gomez. Yeah, uh, so he's healers. like a double narc. Yeah, and <laughs> so what a piece of shit don't play that both guy. Sides in the drug war, it doesn't Dude, work out. do you? Does anybody feel less bad for him? Like, did anyone feel bad for him? And I kind of felt bad, a little bad for him, a little bit in Breaking Bad. But now it's like, fuck this dude. I can't fucking yeah. wait to watch Breaking Bad again when this is all over and be like, this piece of shit just gave up all the other motherfuckers. Like, this piece of fuck. But he I can't he's wait. He's giving up people. He, he's giving up a rival gang as far as he's concerned. Okay, he's still giving up people to the police. That's a narc. Yeah. And at his point, I don't think that he full on – I don't I, – I, he's, he's, he's being played, yes, but he also yes. – should yeah. have a little more wherewithal of what he's doing, and it does not change the fact that he's a narc. What a fucking little snitch! And he's gonna get out of jail for that, and then come back and act like. Because I remember his first scene; he's all badass. He's pulling the yeah. bag and shit, and the dog's chewing it. Just like, yo, what up? Looks like you got out of jail. And he's like, <laughs> like and he's like, yeah, I got out of jail. I'm a badass. Dog, bite him. He's like, yo, dude, don't let your dog bite me. And. Um, <laughs> It's a pretty accurate representation of that scene. And I'm looking back, and I'm like, no, It's like little, I'm watching it right now. You little bitch. Fucking crazy eight. What a piece of shit. And I, I don't know, it just, him saying it like, I'm sure we've already discussed it a little bit in the show, or like the show has, but with the way it was laid out in this episode, it just like, was like, whoa, like mind opening. Um, so it's cool. This, it's, this it's cool. bit about, um, I think there was a key line of dialogue here was uh, when Mike says to Nacho, he says, like, we're going to take care of Lalo and then we'll talk. And Mm -hmm. uh, I have a feeling that this taking care of Lalo, because Mike is the only link between Saul and, well, he's the only link to Saul. Like, Saul doesn't know Gus. He doesn't know, well, he knows Nacho. That's right. Doesn't he? Yeah, because he represented him in court. So, uh, or, yeah. or yeah, but but um, that somehow somehow Saul's gonna get pulled into the thing with Lalo, uh, and yeah. that's yeah. So it's like it's setting up for for stuff that's. It's gonna that's, become the thing that he references yeah. in the show that we all been waiting on. So yeah, if you remember, sure. we got like four four episodes left this season. If you can believe it, how fast and a is whole it? other fucking season yeah but and just i gotta say how crazy the final season of breaking bad got it's like I so they're say, setting up the big stuff now i don't oh wanna, yeah definitely i don't want to poo-poo on any prior episodes of better call saul mm-hmm. um but as soon as they announced the the felina 
like when it's coming, I really feel like this show fucking kicked it up a notch. Mm. I mean, it was oh, yeah, good. Definitely. It was okay. Then it was good. Then it was pretty darn good. And now I'm like, this is primo. I'm in. This mm. is this is top of the charts, man. I love this. I love what's going on. I love what we've had on these episodes, and I and I'm I oh man, I'm excited for next yeah. week. Jesus Christ! And what's great is that we actually get to finish this season now. There's other shows that people are not getting able to finish. That yeah, we just found out that year. found out yesterday uh, that Walking Dead is going to be cut short by an episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I mean, if you want. Why is that? Because of the the epidemic. Yeah, they yeah. haven't been able to finish editing everything. Oh, really? Okay. So they're just going to have to come back when all this is over, finish the episode, and then it'll come out as a special in the fall. It's okay. like the laziest, laziest schedule of any show. <laughs> 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 they just fucking take their time. Yeah, well, it's fine. We'll do oh, whatever. We didn't finish this season. It's fine. We're just <laughs> kicking back on the, the, the front porch, having a mint julep down here in Georgia. We're just gonna, you know, things move a bit slower in the South, Yana. And, uh, fucking, what the hell? How is it not done? How the fuck are you not done with your homework? But there's the a day... lot of shows that haven't finished filming their seasons. I know, but there are other shows that, do they have the schedule that The Walking Dead does? We're not talking about The Walking Dead right now. We're talking about Better Call Saul. We're talking about awesome things. Uh, but Speaking I... of Better Call Saul, uh, oh, yeah. if y'all don't have anything else, we have uh, one email about it. I have one yeah. more thing. I'll go for sure, it. Sure, go ahead. Or two, two, one's funny. Just I like seeing the film <laughs> students again. Uh, of course, the, so I love those guys. And I loved when the, I loved uh, when the guy like he he held gave his his uh, coke to the girl, like and he's like take your pot back from her or whatever. And but then there's one little bit where there's like all it is is Saul throwing out directions to all the different actors. And yeah. Then there's one where it's like silent and the camera guy with the messy hair he just he chews like a on a cheese puff or something you just hear the little crunch and it's like it was just hilarious like i don't know why but it, like it was just so funny to me he's like then, can you smile heart like a heartwarming smile and she's just like no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost looked like oh, she was gonna great. crack up if you watch yeah. that scene again she looks like she was holding back a giggle um yeah. i hope that's i mean the all case. those actors reminded me of uh talking about like what what did this remind me of? All those community theater actors reminded me of the auditions in Zack and Miri Make a Porno. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that movie. Um, um, I, I said but, after we got done watching, I said I've been on worse sets. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed something in that scene too when it kicks over to it. The first shots of uh, Jimmy walking around, making sure everybody's got their lines and stuff. It almost looked like a different almost like film stock or something. It almost had like a film gradient kind of like look to it. Really? It looked very different and good because we watch it on a projector and high def on a projector is kind of a misnomer. It's kind of bullshit when you think about it. I see it had, your setup in yeah. Shane's photos. It actually looks pretty cool. I, I like it and I love it. Oh, I love I it, some. but it is uh, stretched out a little bit. And yeah. Dim well, look, on, on some things, dim if you don't have the lights off, you know, like mm. if it's not nighttime. There, there's little little quirks to it. But what I think looks the best on it is really, really old movies. Um, I love the look of um, uh, American Graffiti on this projector. Something yeah. about it, it going across. Sound of music looks good on it. It looked great, and something about it going across the room and hitting a wall, and that's what it's on. Kind of yeah. 
really lends to film, like for real, for real film. In that scene, it looked so different. I don't know if it was just because we didn't have enough lights off or something at our house or, or whatever, but when it's like the camera's moving around and you catch that back wall uh, with all the artwork on it and stuff in the salon and, and everyone and everything, it looked older in a good way. Mm-hmm. It looked sexy. Okay. It looked like 70s sexy. Like yeah. it looked, it looked, it, that <laughs> scene looked like it had a mustache on. I didn't notice anything about the lighting or anything in on but my I will, But I will bring up, too, because <laughs> I remember what it's like to say the expression, what, do you have a green screen? <laughs> 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 I remember us ordering a green screen. It cost, like, $200. It was a fucking bed sheet. There was, was no like, frame. When they're spray painting and they had the face masks on, I'm yeah. like, hey, the health workers need those. Get those. <laughs> and here, we, we ordered, we did it, we did one but, thing with, with green screen and it fucking sucked. It was the first thing we ever did. We had to iron this thing on the floor because it was a bed sheet and it had wrinkles in it because they mailed it. Because there wasn't a place in Oxford, Alabama that sold a green screen. And, and it was fun because we cut our teeth on it. But then it was like sometime later when we were like, you know, we could, you could, you could, like a, a any color, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be a green screen. Uh, you can chroma key out any color, but it yeah. was our way of learning. And nowadays, people don't even need a green screen. You know, we're seeing all these videos. Nate did it as well, where his, um, when he's uh, basically like video feeding into meetings and stuff. People oh, can I put saw videos that. That was by- so funny. Yeah, and so he doesn't have a green screen behind him. So it's so funny how far we've come. And I, I emphatically, it's like the days of what the fuck is a podcast? Is yeah. You know, do yeah. You, do you, where do you even get a green screen? The mm-hmm. thought of that being so unattainable is hilarious to me <laughs> and charming. Um, oh. It takes me back. It takes me back to the days where we were trying to make really awful and shit someone, for nothing. Did someone say. We should get a blue screen, and you scoffed and said, do you mean green screen? He goes, can we do the Superman thing? Do the Superman thing, Jimmy thinks that that Superman is like the epitome of special effects. Oh, Jimmy, you're so sweet, and just a babe in in wolf's eyes, or whatever the expression is. What a tot, that Jimmy. My final point is, did you recognize the police detective? Yes, he was in Breaking Bad. He helped Hank when he was trying to find Jesse. Uh, He was involved in looking for Walt during Walt's disappearance. That's it, that's it, that's it. Yes, yes, yes. And then he also was dealing with Marie's getting uh, picked up for shoplifting, and he ended up coming to... uh, When... when, uh, Yeah, he ended up talking with uh, Hank... When Hank was despondent about Gale's murder, and and when when they thought that Gale was Heisenberg, because mm-hmm. he was the guy responsible. Anyway, but that's yeah. So that's where he was. But I remembered him from like Marie's shoplifting. Thing, yeah, 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 yeah. He's there. He's yeah. their one yeah. cop friend, their one detective friend. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to make sure that I made note of that, and that's it. that's it. I'm done all my points. Well, I want to ask okay. about the mailbag real quick. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything because I'm real paranoid because I feel really bad about missing that email the other week. As far as I can tell, we have one. Just one from Bricktails. That's what I thought, too. That's what I got as well. Because Lana sent us some questions. Thank you, Lana. Bricktails sent us some questions. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bricktails. Yeah. And Bricktails also sent us an email. I'm going to read it right now. Hey, wait. Before you read it, uh, we haven't said yet. Where did he send that email to? 
Oh, it's a secret. No, to Baltic Effect. <laughs> Baltic Effect at gmail.com. That's right. We snagged it up before anybody else could. Baltic Effect at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, send us your thoughts. Send us your, uh, if you want to do quiz questions, you can send them in. If you want to send in like you guys sound like poop, you can send it there too. Don't care. I don't have feelings anymore, so you can talk about it. <laughs> it's so fun. Who was it recently? Uh, I'm trying to remember. There's somebody here recently that was upset because people said bad things about him in comments on something. And I was like, oh, I remember those days. <laughs> Before, like, the iTunes review sucked my soul from me. You know, I, I, people are, man, they love telling you what they feel like for the day in a comment. So if you really, since they're not really iTunes comments anymore, if you just have to do that, go ahead. Send it. You can unload on us because we love you. That's all that matters. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we love you. We, we love you. Love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Uh, Brick tells. He says, "Hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hola. Hello. You're cool guys, okay, but not too cool. I need you to be <laughs> relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Just a real short note, as I had to do some things, but wow, that was a great episode." Uh, the whole commercial filming part at the start was just fun, especially Sala's director in that montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it all got turned at the end because it was so painful to see how hurt and angry Kim was at, at being portrayed. Uh, that fuck you just felt so cutting and raw. But also that last line where she said they could get married was so desperate. I, I want them to be happy, but I also want Kim to get away from all this. Yes, yes, get away. Run. Run. Um, fun bit in the middle with Howard. I felt bad for him, but also laughed at the same time. <laughs> Don't feel bad for that man. Fuck that man. Um, he says, uh, the other main storyline was Mike and Lalo. I was really worried Lalo was going to start shooting cops. I, I wonder what's going to happen there. I think he's going to get out of this somehow, and as he's going to be an antagonist into next season, I assume. Uh, do you think Saul will end up representing him in court and getting him off somehow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be at a minimum... Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's got to be uh, at a minimum a weapons charge, even if they can't somehow charge him with the murder or, uh, of the money wire guy. Well, guys, I hate to puke on your parade, but you can't take a ride <laughs> on the carnival cruise and only pay for a tugboat. Oh God! <laughs> I'm bringing this to a close because I got to go eat some cold pizza funneled by community theater actors. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he brought that up because I wrote that line down. That was a great line. Uh... Fucking eight. This episode had a lot of great lines in it. This is a this was a great A episode. Weapons grade yeah. episode. I'm gonna call it. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you guys have That's final good. thoughts before we... Uh, I'm going to go to sleep immediately after this. I literally just <laughs> turn off the computer and I lay down in my chair. Um, <laughs> I, well, I see, I don't have anything on my agenda till either the pandemic ends or we record another podcast. So sure. well, <laughs> I, I can stay yeah. up as late as I want. <laughs> <laughs> I can stay up as late as I want. I made my parents disappear. Well, this has been the Better Call Saul podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name was Trent. His name was Shane. Adios. And his name was Nick. Don't touch my microphone. It's an extension of my body. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Just go ahead now.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.